the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't do what we need to do to walk through, we'll never receive and achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so very important for me and you to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity opened by God for me and you so that we can step into the awesomeness and the awesome things that our awesome God has for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, God's word says that God is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness. He said, but, but his word says, but he is long-suffering to usward, wishing that none should perish and all should come to repentance. Repentance from what? Repentance from doing your thing and start doing his thing. Repentance, that word repentance means to turn away from. It means a turn 180 degrees. Whereas if you were looking at one thing and focused on one thing, if you repent, then that means you will turn away from that and turn your back to that and begin to start focusing only on that thing that you have repented from too. Because you got to turn your attention to something when you repent. And see, God wants us to turn our minds away from and turn our actions and everything else away from what we've been doing and turn it toward what he wants us to do. That's why he said in Isaiah 55, when we learned for almost a whole year, he says, come unto the waters and drink, ye who thirst and ye who, uh, 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 you know, they had the other problem. You know, y'all come to the waters and drink, praise God. And then he came back afterwards, right afterwards and said, why do you continue to do what you're doing when it don't work? Why you keep doing what you're doing when it don't work? We need to repent and turn away from that and now turn toward him to the point that we're, he's the only thing we focus on and what it is that he has to say and what it is that he wants us to do. Because if that happens, then all the things he'll be able to manifest for you. See, the promises of God are still yea and amen to you. Oh, yes, it is. And for you to do, I said, all that God has for you and all that it is he has for you to do, for all he has for you to do. This is the place that God ordained for you before the foundations of the earth. This is your vocation that's going to give you your reasoning for leaving your occupation. This is your vocation that's going to give you your reason for leaving your occupation because you're occupied. To be able to do what you think you ought to do to get what you think you ought to get. 
But God wants you to get into your vocation, which is your ability to be able to utilize your skills, talents, gifts, and abilities that he gave you for what he wants, for, for the reason why he gave them to you. To use them for the reason why he gave them to you. See, some of y'all are administrative geniuses. But the only problem is, is you using that to advance Satan's kingdom and not God's kingdom. So Satan's kingdom is getting stronger and stronger and better and better because of you. Not because of him, because Satan has no power. Satan has no ability. Satan is worthless. And unless he gets powerful people to be able to participate in his folly, then it will never move forward. Is that interesting? But this year, we're going to learn to use what God has given us and bring those administrators' gifts into the house of God to be able to use them for what God wants them to be used for so that God's kingdom can begin to accelerate and move forward the way he designed it to move. Does this make sense? Some of us are marketing geniuses. Marketing geniuses. We know how to market a thing left and right. I mean, we got a whole wall full of marketing person of the year stuff all over our wall and everything like that, one year after another. But in relationship to marketing God and marketing the church, got nothing to do with it. Why? Because it don't pay. God said, no, you don't even understand. That's chump change that Satan is giving you to cause you to stay locked in and occupied with that rather than to be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you. I'm teaching real good up in here. I'm teaching real good. Let me tell you something else. A lot of folk up in here are, are occupied with moving other men of God's thing forward rather than the one that God submitted you under. I'm teaching real good right now because we're focusing on everything else and stuff like that rather than what it is that God has placed you in the midst of. Why is that? Because of opportunities that have been presented to you to do that which you've always wanted to do. <laughs> But this year, you're going to be able to see it clearly so that you can lock in and do what God has called you to do. He's called you to a place for a reason. It's good teaching right now. I don't know whether you know that or not. Here we go. We read on. What verse I leave off on? Girlfriend say three. She said, <laughs> that's what she left off. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Verse 9. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. It's time for us to quit our own works. It's time for us to quit our own works. It's time for us to quit our own works. Oh, yes, it is. This is the works that we ought to start doing. Verse 11. If we're going to labor, then let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. That if there's anything that we ought to do, we ought to do the labor to be able to enter into that rest, which means our efforts should now go toward entering into that rest. Our energy should now go forward into entering into that rest. Come on up in here. That this is what our energy should be able to go forward into that rather than uh, everything else other than what it is that God has wanted us to, uh, to be able to enter into. He said, uh, let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Because the same way unbelief caused them to, to fall in the wilderness and never step forward into it, the same way unbelief will cause you to never step forward into the things that God has in store for you. Although the door was open to them, just like the door is open to you. God promised them a promised land. God was taking them in the direction of the promised land, but they quit following God and begin to start murmuring and complaining and straining and doing everything else other than what it is that God told them to do. And because of that, they never stepped into what God had in store for them too. That included even 
Moses. Because Moses stepped out of it. The leader stepped out of what it is that God wanted him to do. Y'all don't mind while I told you that? Because leaders are going to be dropping. Leaders are going to be dropping. You're going to watch. Can I talk? This is the end of the superstar uh, preachers. It's about to end. It's about to come to an end because God needs everybody to focus on him. And if there's anybody that's trying to get them to call, focus on them rather than focus on him, they about to drop because God's getting them out the way because God needs you to be able to see him because he's the author and finisher of your faith. He's the one that opened the door. He's the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. He's the one who is holy. He is the one who's opened the door for you. And he needs you to focus on him so that he can point to you where that door is. So he can show you where it is because they can't show you where it is because they don't know where it is. Their job given by God was to direct you to him. And the moment that they direct you to anybody else, they've just stopped your ability from being able to see the door that God has opened for you. So God's going to move leaders out of the way. That's what we started talking about in the uh, Sunday night services about what's going to be uh, the things that God is looking for, for promotion as well as demotion. And so, you know, that's a good one to get also if you want to get CDs and tapes, praise God. Or if you don't want to show up, come on through. That way you can find out what you need to do to be promoted by God or what you, why it is you about to get demoted by God. Amen. Because it's the same one that raises up one or set down another. The Bible says, praise God. That didn't go over well either. Praise God. <laughs> Folk don't like hearing that demotion stuff. Everybody want to be promoted. Praise God. Well, that's good. Listen to what God has to say about what he wants to be demoted. He'll tell you what he needs. Praise God. But anyway, we learn uh, that, that God says he wants to do all these things. The rest is the second rest is all that God has for you and all that he has for you to do. All he has for you. And that's the place that God has ordained you before the foundations of the earth. See, this is going to be good because, see, there's a lot of people that's been sitting on the sideline thinking that they will never be able to enter into the things that God has in store for them, especially in relationship to ministry, because mistakes were made. Errors were made. But we learned he said, come unto me. He says, and I will abundantly pardon. Return unto me and I will abundantly pardon. People will enter into the ministries that God asked for them this year. So you thought it could never happen based upon what happened in your life. But God says, not so. You will enter into what I have in store for you. People will be restored to the ministries that God had for them. Folk who were set down are about to be risen back up because they turn their hearts back toward God and begin to do what it is that God told them to do. And God's re-exalting them back to the place he had in store for them to do. See, People might have thought that it could not have happened based upon what happened in their lives. But God said, no, that door of opportunity was uh, uh, not missed, but it was only delayed. See, because once he opened it, it ain't closing. It's just delayed. Are you listening to me? See, God's word said the gifts and columns of God are without repentance. There's no place. There's, there's still a place for you. There's still a place for you to be able to step forward. Some of us may have missed windows of opportunity that were there before, and we know we missed them. God says, don't, don't you worry about that. That door, I opened. And now that I opened it, can't nobody close it. I'm going to lead you and guide you into it. And I can tell you out of, out of experience that God will accelerate your pace of being able to learn and grow and things like that so that you will be right where you're supposed to be at the time that you should have been there. Oh, yes, he will. He'll flood you with information. He'll flood you with understanding. People will even be staggering at how quickly you advanced and how quickly you moved. Why was that? Because the gifts and callings were without repentance. God intended for this day for you to be at a particular level. And if you're willing to lock in with God, God will give you a quick course that will stun everybody to bring you up to the level that you're supposed to be. There's going to be folk that's going to be promoted so fast that it's going to make some other folk mad. I'm teaching real. It's going to make some folk mad. 
Because they're going to be like, how did they get there that fast? Because they always were supposed to be there. They was out tripping and dipping and slipping and doing all kinds of things. They had no business doing, but they finally locked in with God. And when they locked in with God, God says that I, if you come unto me, I will abundantly pardon. He ignored all that it is that was done because it was already paid for by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. He threw the thought away from, far away from him as the east is from the west into the place called a lake of forgetfulness. And when he look at you, he's looking at Christ. And as far as he's concerned, you've never made a mistake a day in your life. And he's going to restore you back to the fullness of everything that he has in store for you. Glory to God. This is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. But this is all based upon the fact that you enter into that rest. See, there's a place of rest, which is peace, absence of fear and agitating passions that will allow you to walk into the rest. That's the fullness and completion that God has waiting for you. Here's another definition for rest. You're going to like this one. Rest is the part left over after the removal of something. The part left over after the removal of something. You say, what does that got to do with me? Because this rest will allow God to remove some things from your life that have hindered you from being all that God has made you to be. Give you opportunity to be able to remove some things in your life. I say God's going to do it, but technically you're the one going to do it. He's going to show it to you. He's going to empower you. He's going to give you the right inspiration. But you're the one that's going to have the removing perspiration. You're the one that's going to have to move them folk up out your life. You're the one that's going to have to turn away from some folk. You're the one that's going to have to turn down some things. But see, all these things are, are don't, don't get nervous, don't get nervous, because all these things are talking about discipline, you know, discipline. See, if you really believe God's got something for you, then it's going to be an easy thing for you to do is to walk away from some of the things that's trying to hinder you. This will be a year that hindrances are going to be dropped. Those weights which, and, and, and sins which so easily beset you before, which cause you to never step into the things that God has in store for you, they're going to come off of you now. No longer walking with all this stuff on your back being able to be still left in lack, but this stuff coming up off of you and you're about to move forward into what God has in store for you. Some of it is not even sin. Some of it's not even sin. Some of the stuff is just nice things to do, but that's not what God ordained for you. There's a lot of people over here that are caught up, got your whole schedule filled with nice things to do. Wonderful little concepts and nice little stuff. Walking little old ladies across the street and stuff like that and, you know, helping girls scouts cook cookies. You know, all kind of nice little things. Wonderful little things that you're doing, you know. But it ain't what God ordained. And since it ain't what God ordained, then that's why you're still walking in a life that's strained. Because God's going to free you from those things so that you can find out in your life what you should be doing, what you should not be doing. What should be on your plate, what should not be on your plate. And, 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 I might as well, while I'm there, when he shows it to you, everybody say, gladly will I drop it. In fact, practice that now. Say, gladly will I drop it. And then you're going to drop it. Yeah, yeah. Because see, a lot of people, they'll get caught up in other people's thoughts after that. Well, you know, what the people going to think who was, you know, that I was doing it for or doing it with? You know, I don't, I don't want to leave them. You were never supposed to be with them. Let's start there. Amen. Hey, man, you was never supposed to be there. So what you worried about what's supposed to happen to them? You the one that's in the way. You probably in the way of they stuff busting wide open like it's supposed to be. Because you the one that wasn't supposed to be there. You the odd one out. And even still, God knew what was going to happen to them. He got them covered. Don't worry about them. That's all part of your trust and your rest. That you'll learn to rest when God tells you what to do. And don't be trying to be everybody else's Holy Ghost, figuring out everything for everybody else and how they can get this done and how they can get that done. Look, you ain't nobody's Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost. He's residing on the inside of you. He's on you. He's walking with you. He's leading you and guiding you. But he ain't you. And you ain't him. Are you listening to me? So when he says to release it, release it. 
When he says, let it go, let it go. Don't be worried about where it's going to drop. That ain't your responsibility. What are they going to do without me? Better. <laughs> Praise God. Just like you about to do better. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm teaching up in here. And plus that, y'all don't mind if I go there for a second. Can I go there for a second? If you don't want to go because you too worried about what's going to happen when you ain't there, that demonstrates you in pride. Because now you think it's all about you. So just let it go. I mean, don't just disappear. Call them, talk to them. You know, you finna share your heart with them. And stuff. Don't be like, they're like, where they at? I ain't seen them. No, just don't be booking. Hey Amen. But you call people, still do things decently in order, you know. Make it two weeks, stuff like that. Give them a little time, you know, but, you know, but get out. <laughs> Amen. We move on. Amen. That was good. I don't know whether you know it was good. That was good. One definition for rest, I told you, is the part that's left over after the removal of something. See, this rest will allow God to manifest the things in your life that you've been hindered from receiving. Because so many of the things that's blocking them is the stuff that you put there. Based upon your works and your thoughts, you put it there. We're going to hear about that in detail later. This rest is not going to mean do nothing. Now, when God says enter into his rest that you can receive the rest, it don't mean do nothing. Don't mean like, oh, pff, this is a word from God. I'm chilling out. <laughs> I ain't doing that. No, that ain't what he's talking about. This rest is talking about doing something. It's just changing what you do. John chapter six. Let's show you what part of this rest is so that you can be able to know that the same doesn't mean for you not to do anything. I'm talking about the rest that's going to allow you to receive the rest of this open opportunity that God has set before you. John chapter six. Let's look at verse 29. Well, verse 28 and then 29. Verse 28. Then said they unto him, speaking unto Jesus, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Anybody here want to work the works of God? Yeah, yeah, every one of us do, whether we raise our hand or not. We really want to, you know. Some of us just still got that rebellion thing, you know, going on. Some of us just, you know, was reading, praise God. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Question mark. Jesus answered. Y'all know Jesus only tell the truth, right? You know, not a uh, single lie come out of Jesus' mouth, right? Okay. Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, which means what I'm about to say, this is the work of God. You want to do the work of God? Do this. Anybody here want to do the work of God? Then do this. That ye believe on him who he has sent. Is that it? There's got to be more. Hold on. That ye believe on him whom he has sent. Give $4,000 per week. Pray 18 hours a day. Read all that I'm supposed to read. Do all I'm supposed to do. He gave one work. Now think about that. If we was doing 19 works, works lined up from here to over there, was I got to do this and then 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 I finally make it to it. That's probably one of the reasons why half of us ain't make it to it. We so wore out after doing half this stuff that we can't even make it to what God has in store for us. Somebody say that, that the gospel is simple. The gospel is simple. It really is. The gospel boils down to one concept. 
Do you believe? Do you believe? And most of us has added so much stuff on top of it that we've overshadowed the, prim- the basic premise. Do you believe? Think back, think back. Can we talk? Can we talk? This is eight o'clock. We can talk. Can we talk? Y'all been saved. I know half of y'all been saved for buku years. And other rest of y'all buku plus two. Think back to when you first got saved. Think back. Some of y'all that's a long time, but think back. You remember it. You remember when you got saved? Remember how excited you was about the things of God? Remember excited how excited you were about the relationship, new relationship you had with God? God's not my father. Jesus is my Lord. Woo, you was all excited about the stuff like that, starting to buy everything with Jesus on it. <laughs> God put fish on your bicycle. You know, everything. Just, just, just excited about the things of God. Come on up in here with me for half a second. And remember back when you used to pray before? You didn't know all the stuff you know now. You know all the, you know, the right words and the right lingo and all the, you know, how to pray with many words. You know all that then. Half y'all cussed. They don't want to be honest with me, man. They don't want to. Half folk cuss half time. Half y'all cuss right now, praise God. That's why you got quiet. Just like, he anointed. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. But we ain't even talking about that right now. I'm talking about then. Half of us didn't know what to say. We'd be like, yo, God. Man, I got this problem. I need a handle. Amen. <laughs> it was handled. Lord, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what I don't I don't, I don't know. Pick up the Bible and just fall open to the exact scripture that's necessary. You like dying. This off the hook. Sometimes you walk into a room with your Bible and be like, Lord, I just need you to talk to me. I don't I'm still trying to figure out where the Bible books of the Bible are. I don't even know where they are. So Lord, would you please they tell me you talk to me through this book, so you just let it fall open and look down and it'd be the scripture you need. You'd be like, dang, you off the hook, God. But then we became learned in the things of God. Learned. Now, now, now we pray for five months. Nothing. <laughs> Y'all ain't got to say nothing up in here. I know I got the right message. Struggling and straining. Work, work with me now. Work, work, work with me now. Can, can I talk? This is 8 o'clock. I can talk. I, can I talk? The Bible teaches in Ephesians chapter 4 that it's the mature saints that do the work of the ministry. But in the actual church, it's the least mature people that do most of the work. The mature sit on their butt. Waiting to hear from God. Waiting to be led by God. Waiting for everything to work out perfectly. Wait, wait, waiting for confirmation after confirmation after confirmation after confirmation brought by a monkey who say, I got a confirmation. Because everything's so flip-flop nowadays. We the ones that are supposed to have more and more faith, more confidence, more belief in God than anybody else around. Yes, we are. But we done got so caught up in all these works. Well, that's all the way of time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope you've seen that it's true. There really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. 
That is, walk through the doors that he's opened for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all you single, unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio to come out to our g to b That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single things with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 